this, at least Jason Bourne, is is well made, I think. Um, which is funny because it's still well made, even though it feels derivative. Like, well, so, I, so hold on a second. So when you say well made, you you mean shot competently, or do you what, what do you mean by that? Because if, if 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 the if the process of making includes the atrocious script and like the idea the quote ideas they came up with for the story then i would fully disagree with you Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 422 with a review of Jason Bourne. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, uh, Stephen has amnesia and doesn't remember who he is, and he's off trying to figure out who did this to him. And uh, we are going to talk about the film... Who did that? Yeah, who did that? We're going to talk about the film that, uh, you know, it's back. Jason Bourne, for better or worse, is back at it. And uh, this time he remembers everything. Oh, of uh, course. But the problem is that uh, remembering everything doesn't mean you know everything, uh, whatever the line is. Um, I think you got it. Yeah, it, it's, it, like, it's like Finding Dory. Yeah, ba- basically it has as much uh, meaning as whatever I just said. Yeah, you just, yeah. Forgot the, you just forgot the... Zoom in on your face. Yes. Uh, well, so so we're, we're going to talk about Jason Bourne. I mean, uh, you know, previous to sitting down to watch this film, Carson, uh, were you excited for the return of Bourne? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> now, now, is that because you haven't liked Bourne all along, or is that just because your remembrance of the last Bourne film, which was not a Jason Bourne film, but a whatever our Jeremy Renner friend's born name was uh, film. Uh, his name was Aaron Cross, duh. Oh. Is, is he related to Alex Cross? <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I assume there's going to be a, a crossover eventually. There's going to be a, yeah, they're going to crisscross. They're going to cross the streams? Yeah. Don't cross the streams. Um, well, if you remember, uh, if you and the listeners remember, I was a very big supporter of the Born Legacy, so... Um, but no, that was uh, I, I just was pretty pretty indifferent towards uh, uh, a new one with Matt Damon. I mean, I, I've liked all of the uh, the other Borns. Gotcha. So I think they're uh, I think they're pretty great. And uh, I, I I knew eventually. I think it was inevitable that they would come back to make another Born movie with Matt Damon. But um, yeah, I mean. I mean, I was, I was fine. I was like, all right, well, I'll watch another one. But I wasn't like super stoked about it or anything. Yeah, I, I was, I was kind of excited. I mean, I, I think you, you know, you, you end a trailer with Matt Damon one punching some dude out in the middle <laughs> of the desert, punch, <laughs> and KO'd. then, and then you just, you know, show that shot of, of, um, you know, the the SWAT vehicle barreling through cars. Oh yeah, on, of course. You know, the strip. Um, I was like, I was like, yeah. I think I want another Bourne film, even though honestly, like Bourne himself, I can't really remember anything about the other films. 
<laughs> other than other than some... he found out, he uncovered some shit. Yeah. Other, other than um, you know, some 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 people are 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 bad. I think and uh, made him lose his memory and do things. And uh, treadstone is a thing. <laughs> so I mean, really, all you need to remember is that he like fought a dude with a with a rolled up magazine and uh, yeah, no, I mean with, any, a, with any, a book. I, I... Any, yeah, the, the book is the best, I think. Uh, yeah, the book, those... in the, the book fight in the bathroom in the third one. Yeah, yeah, you have to remember that. You have to remember jumping across the alleyway into the oh, yeah, glass and that, shattering the window. That was like back before parkour was even cool. <laughs> it was pre-core. Yeah, it was. It was, it was pre-core. <laughs> like Jason Bourne already did this shit. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think that there is a level to you know you know like like the Jack Reacher world and you know the uh, what's the other one with Chris Pine in it? Oh, Jack Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan. All the Jack films. Um, yes, all the Jack films. You know, the, part of you wants to get Jack for them, right? You're like, yeah, I'll watch some stupid film about some guy who is badass and he's going to kick some people's ass. Um, so I mean, I I think I was kind of excited to see this film. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, with that, what do you say we tell everybody, begin this episode and let them know whether our excitement was met with awesomeness or if it was, you know, less than it was still born. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to play the trailer for Jason Bourne and then come back and give you a review. I know who I am. Finish with you, you'll no longer be yourself. I remember. I remember everything. Remembering everything doesn't mean you know everything. Tell me. You've just been hacked. Could be worse than Snowden. Facial recognition got a hit. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Why would it come back now? There's a demonstration in front of the Greek Parliament building. I think she'll use it as cover. They tracked you. We gotta move. things he knows things what if he's not coming for us what if it's something else i volunteered because of a lie this is jason Bourne. i need to talk 32 kills people are safer because of what you did find any peace not till you admit to yourself who you really are all right so that was the trailer for jason Bourne. as we said jason 
he is now uh, Mr. Bourne, as he likes to be called. Um, he now knows a bunch of stuff, and uh, he <coughs> is trying to <laughs> come after the people that did some things. I don't know. And there's there's a hacking plot, and uh, there's some government surveillance stuff thrown in there just to you know because it's 2016, so we got to uh, get in. Mobs, yeah. We got to have we got, we got to have some sort of thing so that somebody can walk into a room and go, it's gonna be worse than Snowden, um, <laughs> which I don't know might be cross plugging for the uh, maybe <laughs> for the yeah. Snowden movie. Um, but uh, you the know, NSA is going to find me. We we, we have like, to get oh, some Buffalo sort of Bill here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I, didn't know, Google... I didn't know Buffalo Bill leaked all those documents. It's like a Google search, but instead of just crawling on the stuff that's public, we also <laughs> look at the stuff that's private. My favorite, my favorite trailer line has got to be Nicolas Cage going like, "Find the needle in the internet, haystack," <laughs> and his face does like the biggest like twitch, like haystack. Yeah. He's like, "I can't say internet." My, my what favorite, is it? My favorite thing is, like, the weird voice does sort of sound like Snowden, you know? So I'm like, okay, it's cool. You know, if Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to do the voice, that's fine. But there's a scene where he's like, you don't know what it's like to have people's lives responsible for whatever, right? <laughs> there's the line that he yells. And he I would totally, never give that ranger that order. <laughs> no, like, you, you can't continue to do a fake voice like that when you're screaming. Because as soon as you scream, you sort of go back to your normal register. It's like how people, no matter what your accent is, when you sing music, you sort of just sound American. <laughs> Right, yeah. it's it's like that sort of thing. So he's he's doing this accent the whole movie, but anytime he gets upset and yells, it's like, oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's back. Well, I mean, I'm no psychic, but I have a feeling that that movie will not be anywhere near accurate to real life. So I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, well, as long as it's fun and entertaining then it'll be okay as long as it doesn't turn into uh whatever the wikileaks movie was oh god um, the fifth estate yeah. yeah the fifth estate because well, that movie I, yeah. was was terrible but but yeah we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about jason Bourne. so i, I mean sp- speaking of accuracy uh why don't you run your predictive algorithm <laughs> and uh s- see what i thought of this movie um i mean i'm no expert but I'm pretty sure that's not how you uh, use computers. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because, like, um, uh, you know, like, it it shouldn't, like, it shouldn't matter, like, what they do. I mean, it's, it's funny how, you know, sometimes it's very obviously, uh, like, so silly that you're just like, okay, that's, there's no way that that's, like, a thing. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like, at least in the Bourne movies... Um, they're trying to at least emulate real life. So you'd think that someone would try to get the computery tech stuff at least close. Yeah. I mean, don't you think like, I mean, and they, they go through all this trouble trying to, you know, make it seem like, uh, you know, almost documentary style. And then, you know, you get, you basically get Stanley Tucci yelling algorithms, math. Uh, (laughs) I have uploaded the malware into their computer system. No, you got. I uplo- I uploaded the malware into the computer. I just. I ended up just sounding like a Valley Girl, but um, <laughs> it sounded like Nick Cage doing an impression of a Valley Girl. <laughs> Nick Cage, yeah, Nick Cage doing uh, recreating his character from Valley Girl, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was, but no, but I I was gonna jokingly, but also seriously say like, didn't didn't they like kind of cover? um surveillancey 
type stuff in Born Ultimatum. Like, wasn't that a wasn't that a topic? But maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. As as I mentioned before, I don't remember anything from the other films. All I remember is. Like he fights real good. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he drives real good. Yeah, <laughs> and he kills real good. Well, it's funny because like I mean, there is a lot of you know, obviously uh, the world has changed in the last uh, nine years or however long whoa, it's been. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Make sure you get this date range correct because we don't want you know. Okay, that's true. <laughs> uh, it's been nine years since the Born Ultimatum, two thousand seven. So we got that. We got it on lock. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot a lot has changed and um but you but like honestly like the 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 stuff that they included in this movie isn't any different from the other Bourne movies, I think. I mean, I will I will make an opening statement that might be bold, but I don't think this movie is that bad. Like I think that um I think it's well made. Um and it's not unwatchable, but it is very unnecessary. Like, I think that uh, going back to the well with Matt Damon, um, I mean, it just it just was very unnecessary. Like, I, I think that the, the ending to Born Ultimatum was the perfect capper for, like, that whole series, that trilogy of movies. Um, and it's one of, I think, one of the best sort of franchise enders, um you know, at least of recent memory, like, I think that kind of final shot was definitely something that I do remember from the movies. And, um, you Wait, know... How, how did it end, by the way, spoilers? Was that him, like, sinking in the water, or was that the yeah, second yeah. one? No, that was, that was the third one. He was okay. sinking in the water, and then it was like... <laughs> Moby Q, and you're like, oh, shit, he's alive! And he swims away. Um, but, I mean, he basically... They basically wrapped up, you know the born story in a nice little bow you know they wrapped it up put a bow on it and that was it and you know there was definitely a sense of closure there and um you know it didn't it didn't need or it didn't i didn't feel the need to go back but i mean like i said um it seemed inevitable that they would because obviously people Find, still find them, you know, very entertaining. It's very popular, blah, blah, blah. But um, I think, you know, the the reasonings in this new one to bring Bourne back into action um, are pretty lame. Like, they, they're definitely... It definitely feels like they are stretching to come up with ideas or reasonings for, for Bourne to come back into action. Like... Um, like everything that's revealed, you know, what the more information that he uncovers in this new one, um, honestly did not feel like it was anything that we needed to know. It was just kind of like, okay, like, well, that, he's, that is, he's that is, back. That is the weird thing because he is, he's doing sort of the, the Hulk in Avengers thing where he's like, I just got to get away from people because I'm a problem and I just need to stay off the grid and right. then everybody will be happy. And, you know. Julia Stiles, for some reason, decides that she's going to go try to hack some system and copy the folder called Black Operations just to look at random information that will conveniently be a tiny, tiny link to Jason Bourne that will allow him to want to come back. And it's like he's been off the grid. Like, 
an organization who is working on a worldwide surveillance network that will be able to tap into everything in the entire universe can't find Jason Bourne, but Julia Stiles can? Like, how, 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 how? Well, duh, because she's Jay Stiles. I mean, come on. Um, no, I mean, I, I, well, I took it as that, like, obviously Bourne was an, an asset or, or someone that was, you know, wanted, I guess, but... No one really, no one really cared about him anymore. Like I guess he was just kind of assumed, you know, he was MIA. So, um, but obviously when he popped back up, it's like, oh shit, he's a priority. Like God, take care of it. But um, I mean, even beyond that, like the motivations, like just for all of the characters were, I mean, again, it just felt like they were going through the motions uh, in terms of uh, at least narratively. I mean. I think that, you know, obviously you come to these movies mostly to see Jason Bourne kick some ass. And yeah. um, I think the the mystery element, you know, is definitely gone. Like, I think that the mystery element was kind of gone by Ultimatum. Like, Ultimatum is essentially the better version of Jason Bourne because um, that movie was sort of just like the pure adrenaline, um, you know, drops you right in, gets straight to the point, um, all action, born movie. And this movie kind of does the same thing where, you know, we kind of start off, we're dropped right in and, you know, it's, it's kind of just like one big set piece after the, after the next, but you know, there's, there's nothing really interesting going on. Like, I, I think that, um, I think that some of the set pieces are are well done. Like I I did I I actually was in was was on board with it and and enjoying it uh up until uh after the riot scene ended. Like I thought the riot scene was actually really well done. Uh it it looks like they actually <laughs> had a riot. <laughs> had a riot and were just like, "Oh, let's go film in this." Um I mean, uh, I mean, again, that's a credit to Paul Greengrass, who can stage these really chaotic action scenes. Um, and obviously, the big chase at the end in Vegas was was pretty entertaining too. Um, I mean, it, it was entertaining, but I mean, but I mean, I was no, just gonna, but, I was just gonna add on that, like, the only downside to that was pretty much the whole thing is in the trailer. So if you've seen the trailer, you've pretty much seen that whole No, but but the trailer piece. the trailer is better because you can assume from the trailer that like Jason Bourne is in the armored SWAT vehicle, but the thing is he's not. And Jason Bourne isn't running from the armored SWAT vehicle. He's chasing it with like of a freaking car. Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't have a problem with that. I mean, whatever. He's trying to run down a tank in the middle of the strip. In frickin' Vegas. And the, sounds, like, sounds good to me. There, like, it'd be one thing if he was gonna try to, I don't know, like, jump from the car onto the tank and then crawl inside and punch the guy to death. Like, but what was his plan? What was his plan? Like, the, it, 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 even if that even if that thing was, it, even if the SWAT vehicle wasn't an armored vehicle, if it was just a regular car that was that large, you can't use your, I don't care what kind of car you have, you can't use that little thing to push that other car off the road, right? Well, he did He did uh, jump over it and land on it, and then they crashed. <laughs> crashed into the casino. <laughs> yeah. didn't, didn't and then, and then got out, and then got out and beat the shit out of him. Um, 
but I, I mean, beyond that, like, I, I just think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty whatever movie. I, I mean, I, I don't think it's intolerable. Like, I think this is compared to some of the other movies this year. Like, I think this is way better than the, like something like the jungle book and something <laughs> like, uh, independence day. And, and even as early as last week, I think this is way better than star Trek beyond. Like, I think that Ooh. that, Yikes! I think that this movie and that film and Star Trek are kind of similar in that they're just kind of recycling a lot of elements from the previous movies. You know what made those better, um, and it's just kind of you know it's not it's kind of spinning its wheels. Um, but at least this, at least Jason Bourne is is well made. I think, um, which is funny because. It's still well made, even though it feels derivative. Like, well, so, I, so hold on a second. So, when you say well made, you you mean shot competently, or do you, what, what do you mean by that? Because well, I think it, Paul, if, Paul if, Greengrass if the, is... if the process of making includes the atrocious script and like the idea, the quote ideas they came up with for the story, then I would fully disagree with you. No, I don't. I don't count the. I don't count the script. I think it's technically proficient. Like I think that when I say well made, I think it's technically well made. I think that <laughs> like the the art of pointing a camera at something, capturing it, and having things choreographed. To yeah, in front I mean, of I the think camera. I think Paul Greengrass is a much better filmmaker than Justin Lin. I think that he obviously knows how to stage an action sequence. And, and it's funny because like the, um, and, and I kind of had this feeling going into the movie, which was, I, you know, like a couple months ago I was, you know, I was online, I was on the YouTubes and, you know, went down the rabbit hole. And at some point I got to where on the recommended videos, there was, uh, the, the Inception trailer and I was like, oh, I'm going to rewatch that again. I, so I rewatched it again, you know, took a trip down memory lane because, you know, I remember seeing that trailer, watching it uh, endless times before it came out. And it's so funny now to watch that because, you know, the, the Hans Zimmer score for that movie has been so duplicated yeah. and overused and mimicked in so many trailers and, and movie scores that watching the thing that started it all, uh, it just, it felt like a parody. Like it felt super odd, uh, you know, hearing that in the trailer. And, um, that's kind of how Jason Bourne is because, you know, Paul Greengrass not only came in in Bourne Supremacy and shaped the, the, you know, the franchise and defined kind of like the, the look and the style of the Bourne movies. But I mean, he pretty much, defined like the action the way action movies are shot since then like i mean everyone has ripped off that sort of gritty handheld shaky cam style in all the action like they've you know it's it's been so duplicated that now when the originator of it you know when they've come back it's it feels derivative it's just like like it doesn't you know it it's, doesn't have that fresh feeling um but i I do still think that Greengrass is the only guy or one of the only guys, uh, filmmakers that knows how to stage the shaky cam style correctly. Like I, like this movie did not, uh, piss me off like a lot of 
action movies that use shaky cam. Um, you know, obviously most recently Star Trek Beyond. Um, but I, and I think that, you know, there, I think there is a choreography and a vision to the way that Greengrass does it. So I do think that, you know, it, this movie is well made in the, you know, with the, with, you know, the action set pieces in this movie. Like, I think that they are well staged. Like I said, I think that that riot scene was, was really well done. Like, I wish the whole movie had been more of that because that was a really stellar set piece. And obviously the, the Vegas one too, but I mean, I like the, I just like the riot scene more, but like, I think that he is able to capture that sort of chaos really well. Um, It's just that, you know, everything else in between wasn't, you know, wasn't all there. I mean, honestly, like Matt Damon is not in this movie that much. Like it's, it's called Jason Bourne, but Alicia Vikander's hair clip gets more screen time than Matt Damon. Like, it's so weird how there's big chunks of movie where Damon is just like totally not anywhere to be found. Yeah, he's, and he's, then, try, he's trying to do the driver thing where while he's on screen, he just sort of like looks at things and then... No, but I mean, like, he's not even on screen. Like, he's he's like, he's not featured at all. Like, and I know that, I know he had that interview, uh, like, about a week ago, I guess, saying how he's like, oh, yeah, like, in this in this new one, I only have, like, 25 lines of dialogue, which is fine. Like, I think, like, I'm not complaining about that or I'm not criticizing that. I just think that, like, his amount of screen time is limited too. But but that that's that's because the quote unquote story of this film has nothing to do with him. Like they yeah. they tried to. So this is what they should have done. All you no, need. I'm, I'm agreeing that that is a problem of this movie. Yeah 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 yeah. 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 I, I, I'm I'm not disagreeing. I'm, I'm I'm just saying this is where they went wrong. People want to see Matt Damon as Jason Bourne. Like. People were going to go see this no matter what, right? Anybody who's a fan of the fan of the franchise was totally up for saying this. Yeah, all they needed to do because all of these stories involve a secret, covert government organization who is trying to build these super soldiers through like a combination of like drugs and brainwashing and all this shit, right? There's the program that they put you yeah. in, and then you come out as this crazy asset who can be called on at any moment and just take out a target with you know nothing and then boom they're gone and you're super awesome and now the government gets to be all secrety again um so any asset who is in like so in the last film we find out that like if a program gets terminated they get other assets to go execute the assets who are in play so anybody who tries to leave the program or becomes faulty in some way or is not able to carry out their missions they're a liability to the program so they will send another member of the program another asset out to kill them so it's reasonable to assume that since the last time we saw jason Bourne, people are still trying to find him so this film could have started off following him and have him finish one of these fights that he goes to because that's all he can do because it's all he knows. And he comes out of this fight ready to leave and he sees a guy with an earpiece in and goes, oh shit, they found me. And then completely remove Julia Stiles from this film. You don't need her. All you have to do is, is make this film about 
Alicia Vikander being the new person, new up and comer in this program. And she has now taken over the, the program to sort of hunt him down. And over the course of trying to hunt him down, make her realize that like, hey, this guy's a good guy. Maybe I should try to help him and then have her <laughs> turn against the organization and try to help him. Like, like, that's all you need. You need zero story. All you need is they found him and they're trying to kill him and he has to try to kill them before they can kill him. And then one person decides that, hey, maybe we shouldn't kill him. And that would have been good enough. But instead, like... They try to spin this thing with Leisha Vikander. It's like she's like this hot-headed person who's like trying to come in and take over the organization. And she's going to do her things her way. And then she doesn't like the way the government and the old people are doing it. And like Tommy Lee Jones is over here doing his thing. And then like <laughs> they try to fill it with all this stuff that's unnecessary. And then you have this whole like, like oh, my God, this Google company is going to like steal our oh, data. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about – yeah, I meant, I meant to write that down because, yeah, that uh, – that, oh. the whole like – the whole like, uh, you know – the whole like tech startup with uh, the guy from Nightcrawler was uh, completely extraneous. Dude, they they should have just had uh, Sam Jackson be his same character from fucking Kingsman. <laughs> him, like, be like, I'm introducing my new phone that everybody gets for free. Like it was basically the same bullshit. Like that... yeah, it was because it was yeah, it was essentially like he was doing the same thing. Or have that system actually go live, and that's how they find Jason Bourne. Like, <laughs> there's a million things you could do with this with, that you you don't even need to call it a story because you need the littlest amount of effort to get us chasing Jason Bourne, and you have a good Bourne film. Like, that's all you need. He needs to run, not re- not have all the information, and beat the shit out of the people that are trying to find him, and then at the end, escape and hopefully live to see another day. You could have, like, you could make an episodic thing where every year there's a movie where they find him again <laughs> and then he runs again, right? Like, you could serialize the shit out of this and it would be great. Like, just make this. It, I, I don't get how they could go so wrong. It's insane to me. And then the Technobabble in this is just beyond atrocious. And it's really, really bad, too, when the Technobabble is in another language. So they literally put a title on the screen that says things like, use SQL to destroy their database. And it's like the stupidest shit that anybody has ever put to screen. Like this this beats uh, the... CSI Cyber or whatever that show like <laughs> hands down like it's way uh, worse than let, let me build a GUI interface to oh, can't, visual, for, yeah. can't forget GUI yeah. interface let, let, let me build a GUI in Visual Basic to track their IP address <laughs> or whatever the line is uh, well, it's so I, bad so bad so bad well I agree that um, they could have done a lot more um, with this with this one I, I think that you know uh, I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what I, what I said in the beginning was that like, they, like the reasonings to bring Bourne back were like, so uninspired. Um, and, and the sort of topical things, that, uh, issues, whatever that the Bourne movies usually incorporate, like there are, there's stuff in this movie, but it's never really acted upon. Like, obviously there is, uh you know, the inclusion of social media and like, but that really isn't used to any effect. Like, it's just kind of like the only thing different between this and the last born movies are the fact, you know, that someone says, check social media. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like, I like that. Like, we need to make this timeless. Let's not mention what social media platform. We're just yeah, going to say let, check social say, media. Let's not say Twitter or whatever. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> the best would be if they're like, somebody check Vine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Somebody crawl the MySpaces. Let's see if he's a Vine star now. Let's see hey. if he's on. Let's see if he got nominated for a Teen Choice Award. <laughs> Sir, we have a hit on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be like that South Park episode. <laughs> oh, I just uh, checked his Match.com profile. <laughs> Uh, we just registered two swipe lefts on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Bourne's been on Tinder in Albania. <laughs> Let's bring him in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, that was dumb. And, like, obviously all the stuff with, uh, you know, the the uh, the Deep Dream the, the <laughs> startup company or whatever. Yeah, they kept teasing. First, first of all, nobody would use a social network called Deep Dream. That's the worst name. Worst name. It's pretty bad. I mean, it just goes to show you how crucial it is to come up with a good name for your product. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. In, in order to stick uh, in today's world. But um, yeah, like I think that um, I, they, they tease like they, they make you they make it seem like there's going to be something going on with that. Like Tommy Lee Jones, obviously working with uh, the guy and. Uh, you know, there's obviously some like blackmailing going on or something, and um, and then you know nothing ever happens. Like I, it's it's kind of hilarious how like bored Tommy Lee Jones looks in this movie. Like he just seems so out of it. Like, I think that's just his face now. <laughs> well, it's it's like hilarious and also kind of sad that um, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, I don't know if it was just for this movie or in life, uh, but he looks so old in this movie. Yeah. Um, also, real and fast. he's not—he's not even that old. I looked it up; he's sixty-nine. Here, real, real fast, he has that line where he's like thirty confirmed kills. I, has Bourne really only killed thirty people in his entire career? Does that include the last four movies or three movies? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, I guess that adds up, but it seems like it'd be a lot higher. Yeah, I, I, like, was well, that confirmed. operational? Was that operational confirmed kills? That's yeah, not that like, oh, yeah. while well, we were chasing you, you <laughs> yeah. also killed 14 people in that car chase. <laughs> right, like, right, right. Okay. I, I think that confirmed, not unconfirmed, you know. Gotcha. But one, while he was on his uh, Treadstone missions or Blackbriar yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, that doesn't, yeah, it doesn't count for all the uh, the people he mowed down Treadstone, in Vegas. Blackbriar, Iron Hand. Iron Hand. <laughs> outcome um larks or i don't know there was a whole <laughs> bunch of secret <laughs> but uh i mean i think they really i think they should have just gotten really absurd with the story like i you know like i said i was one of the uh few supporters of the born legacy i still think the born legacy is the best one like i think that one is the most entertaining um and i would have much rather have seen another renner renner uh movie than than matt damon coming back but um, I think, you know, in Legacy, where Renner, you know, the storyline, I think it helped that it became essentially just this ridiculous story that he's this, like, you know, gene genetically engineered super soldier. Um, I think that they needed to, to, to go somewhere in the absurd direction for Jason Bourne because... Uh, but, but, they, but they also did, like, their story... Regardless of how good or bad that movie was, like their story did have some weight to it. Like when Jeremy Renner is going through the fact that he realizes that he's really just like a dumb jock and that these pills have been making him smart. Yeah. And that now that they've taken down the program, he's going to revert back to being just this idiot. Like, <laughs> there, there is something deeply tragic about that. And like just hit like, he, like I, I, 
of all the things from that film, I remember the action sequence of him taking out the people in the house. Oh, that and was I, great. And I remember, I remember this fact that like, not only was this a program that turned him into a killer, but it legitimately made him a better person, right? Like it made him like yeah. stronger, smarter. And yeah, like, was, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that he was this monster that had to kill. Like he was literally losing the stuff that made up his identity because the like he was doing the right thing by trying to take down this program but he was also sacrificing who he was um in the process because he knew that like he was gonna regress back down to this state that he was like unable to control like it, it i don't know I, I think there's there's they they made the story much deeper than just like oh super soldier has amnesia like they, they put some weight behind it and they really i think showed the consequence of of what it meant to be in the program in a way that was at least interesting. Yeah, but I mean, uh, compared to the Matt Damon Bourne movies, they definitely took a uh, they definitely took a, a a a step up in terms of you know it's taking place within the same universe, but it's not really like you know it's it's pretty pretty absurd. Like I, I do think that you know I agree that you know there is that there is actually a lot of weight to what on paper could be just a completely ridiculous uh idea um and i think that i think that you know this newborn should have at least tried attempted you know to not at least operate in the real world i don't know like i i think that I don't know. I just think that uh, also Edward Norton is much better at shouting at at screens and at people <laughs> than um than than uh the actors here. But also it helped that, you know, not Oh only... my god, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy's character, that's all he did. He just like his whole character was just guy who was surprised when Jason Bourne showed <laughs> the best up. The part is when he's worried about Tommy Lee Jones and he's running down the hallway and he's like, <laughs> like just the face that he has and like the step, the cadence <laughs> of his step. He's just sort of like this weird, like hoppy cartoon character, like Adventure Time run. Bourne is here. Like he was just the guy that alerted you that that Bourne was was there, and it's like, yeah, I think we got it. Um, but I mean, it also helped the fact that. Uh, you know, not only was was Born Legacy written and directed by Tony Gilroy, but like Gilroy wrote, I have to go look it up just to be sure. But he, I think he had a hand in writing all three other Born movies. And you better I think, be right about that, because if you're not, Carson is going to be really mad. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate <laughs> myself. Um, but yeah, I know he had a hand in in writing. Um, and I think you know. He, because I, I was trying to, I was going to say, you know, when you're talking about all the, the bad techno babble in this movie, um, I was going to say, like, I don't remember in the other movies it being that bad. Like, I don't remember it being sort of, I guess, more of a, like, I feel like there's a big focus on it in this one. And the yeah. others, maybe it wasn't so much or that the actors were just selling it better. Um, yeah, he did. He did write the screenplay for... Uh, for the three other Bourne movies. Right. So, um, yeah, like, I think that... I just think that, you know, it was, it was much better handled, obviously. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, the the tech speak in this was was pretty... But, I, and, like, that's a lot of... Like, the whole movie was just was just them looking at... Sc- and shouting things. Like, it, and, and, you know, that's fine. I guess you could maybe say that about 
some of the other movies, but there was other stuff going on. Like I, in but, this, but, but I have no, I have no problem with that in any other movie. Just oh, in yeah. this movie, it's aggressively bad. Like yeah, even, even like, like I, the, the, there's a it, scene where they can't hack a laptop because it's impossible. But they can <laughs> they so there's they 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 bring up a schematic of this room which they apparently just have because they know exactly where he was going to be anyways. Obviously, and then on the schematic it shows two computers and they get <laughs> they get like xed out with red. And yeah. then it goes bing and greens a cell phone. And Alicia Vikander says something like, oh, we can't hack him because, wait, there's a cell phone in the room. We can hack that and apparently use that to hack his computer because that's how shit works. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. Like, she was like, oh, well, the, you know, the computers are encrypted or whatever. But I can hack – I can get into the phone and delete his files. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, and apparently when you delete files, it just turns the screen off. It just turns the computer off. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like I, you know, like you've been saying, the, the, all the tech stuff in this movie is, is not, is not uh, handled in a cool way. And, and it's definitely, I mean, that, I think it's just overall, it's just, um, an example of it just feeling tired and feeling, uh, uninspired, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I do, I do get a kick out of, out of seeing you know that stuff though because it just all the time i mean like i think that i think algorithms like as a word should just be banned in movies like algorithms and portal like you should just (laughs) get rid of that you could say algorithm as long as you don't like use it in a ridiculous way right yeah uh (laughs) like run predictive algorithm I like that. I like that in the present day we have computers that you just tell it what to do. Like it's oh, a, yeah. like it's a Google search. Like it's like ask Jeeves, and then it just <laughs> executes whatever it needs to do. You're like, um, that's what I do all the time. I say run Skype. <laughs> I type it in so my computer will bring it up. It's. I mean, I'm too lazy to just click on the icon oh. on the desktop. You know, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, connect to Skype and call Carson so we can record podcasts. Yeah, thinking, run, run computing. Call. Hey, if it works for Tony Stark. <laughs> right, yeah. Jarvis, do the thing. <laughs> well, even that makes more sense than... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, that, that's, that's, an, that's an AI. Like, nobody yeah. is using, like, an AI as their interface to... They the, might as well the, have done it in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... I mean, Alicia, Alicia Vikander should have been playing the robot from Ex Machina. They're like, we got this new AI... <laughs> I put my hand on this pad and it lets me know where Jason Bourne is. And she's just like, I'm following Bourne. And then, yeah, that would have, see, that would have been, that would have made a lot more sense. Do you want to be my friend? Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is like, ah, God damn it. I don't know how to work these things. He he dances with the, uh, He's, this computers. the robots. Hell no, I won't use these computers. So back when I was fighting aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't graduate uh, from the MIB to come here and chase Jason Bourne. Uh, I wish they had a flashy thing to hit me with at the end of this movie so I could just forget it. Well, the other thing, so, yeah, that was the other thing, is that um, I was going to joke and say that you went full Chen with this movie because <laughs> I saw that, you know, Dave Chen on Slash Film was just like, his quote was that, like, 
it it, ret- like, re- retroactively made him reconsider his love for the entire franchise. Yeah. That, that, um, that, that was a nice choice of words, too, saying it, <laughs> reconsider his love for the entire franchise. He didn't say it made him retroactively hate the franchise, just that it made him reconsider it. Right? But, like, that's such an absurd statement to me. Like, it's it's almost next to impossible. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think that... <laughs> no, I mean, that... I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I walked out of the theater and I was like... Did I really like the Jason Bourne movies? <laughs> like it, it made me at least question it. I haven't gone back rewatched them. I'm like, man, these suck. But I mean, it did. It did. Literally, I had the thought that like, huh, maybe I was just vibing off the fact that everybody talks so like greatly about the films. Um, but yeah, I couldn't remember anything about them other than really great action scenes. I mean, you know, that's that's kind of any movie, but I do specifically remember that, you know, there is there is a lot more merit and value to the the Bourne movies than than this one. Like I I think that, you know, that series is those three movies are, you know, are are exceptionally well done. I mean, for for, you know, usually the the whole stigma is that you know, the first one is great, and then they diminish in quality as they go on. And I think that it was kind of the opposite with those, with the three Bourne movies, is that they got better as they went along. Yeah, yeah. And that the ultimatum, well, the first one was sort of an untested property, and then yeah. as it, it as it went on, they kept just like taking the things that worked and amping them up, and taking the things that didn't work and ignoring them. Yeah, and and I distinctly remember that Ultimatum was my favorite. You know, after that one came out, that was my favorite yeah. of the three. And, um, the car chase uh, scene is insane. Yeah. Dude, it's, that, I mean, it's good car chase. I mean, all the chases in, in, in those movies are good. Like, I think before <laughs> that time, one of my favorite car chase scenes was in Ronin. Yeah. Well, and that, yeah, that, like, movie that one was great. Ones. And then I remember like after, after the end of that chase in Born Ultimatum, I was like, all right, this may have topped Ronin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely one of, it's definitely a good chase. It's a memorable. All of those chase scenes are are very memorable. And um, oh well, I was just gonna say like I I think that you know I don't know like I've just never I've never seen a movie where like I hated it so much that it made me diminish my love for <laughs> the predecessors. Like I I think that's kind of like it's kind of like the the people you know who are complaining about about ghostbusters like oh there's a new ghostbusters you ruined my childhood it's like really like i mean they like the old one still exists like it's not like it's going away you know oh, no, it's got it's deleted now <laughs> <laughs> oh okay because yeah, the problem is that you know they, they kept the name the same so it just overwrote the file in everybody's brain oh, and now no. the original doesn't exist anymore yeah but you know like i mean it's not <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I know it just it I'm still just exists yeah, yeah. I, i'm just saying that you know um I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna make a statement like that, you need to go back and be like, okay, well, does that mean, uh, you know, Terminator Three, Salvation, and Genesis automatically make uh, Terminator One and Two terrible? You know, like I mean, you could do it for any franchise movie. You, you, I mean, you could make the statement that it made you retroactively improve your opinion of Green Zone. <laughs> I like Green Zone. Like I, I, where are the WMD? Oh yeah, I I like how they that. If anything that came out of that movie, it was it was Matt Damon going like, guys, we are. I don't know if he said it, but like, so I remember reading somewhere someone said like, 
this is a movie that accurately says WMD and yeah, not yeah, WMDs. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like ATM machine versus ATM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if only that movie had John Krasinski in it, though. <laughs> then it would be perfect. I actually thought out of all those, like, Iraq war movies that came out around that time, like, 07 to... 2010, 11, whatever. Yeah. Like, I actually thought Green Zone was the best one. Well, yeah, but that's because it wasn't like a pro-America blow shit up movie. It was like, okay, literally every building we go into doesn't have WMD in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. I mean, I thought that it was, I thought it was a, uh, yeah, I like, I, I like that movie. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a well done It was a film about searching and investigating something, and it just happened to be set in a war zone. Right. So it was inherently more interesting than like, yeah, you re- <laughs> you can die for your country. I'm gonna live for mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I take that back. The Hurt Locker was good. Yeah, yeah, the Hurt Locker's great. The Hurt Locker is also another thing where it's like about a thrill seeker who happens right. to be in the middle of a war zone. Yeah. Well, I I think that you know with that with the Hurt Locker and with Green Zone, it was more about yeah. It's like you said. It's it's kind of like. It's basically like an action movie, but it's set in this setting or whatever. Yeah. It's not about like Tommy Lee Jones being like, they killed my son and burn, you know, like <laughs> like some downer, like in the Valley of Ella, you know. Or, you give him hell. Yeah, it wasn't like that. Oh. Um, I mean, <laughs> Green Zone was way better than Jason Bourne, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know if they're, uh, you know, if they make another one, whatever. Like, hopefully they come up with something better than... Although, again, it's like, it's just still going to feel derivative and and unnecessary. Because, yeah. you know, unless they come up with a really good excuse to get Jason Bourne, they kind of tease at the end of this one, like, what he might do. But then it's like, I don't really, I don't want to see that. Like, I don't care. Barely, and even that was stupid. Like, I don't want to get into it because it's spoilers for the, the whatever. No, but, I know, but I'm just saying, like that that kind of little tease at the end that was not enticing to me. No, no, yeah, it wasn't enticing to me either. Especially because I thought they were going a different direction with that whole subplot, and then when they just did that, I was like, "Oh, you totally wasted this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they were like, "Why wasn't Matt Damon in this movie?" <laughs> Anyways, I think we should probably uh, get to our verdict, if that's cool with you. All right. All right, Mr. Carson Patrick, if you were going to give this a must-see, a reckon with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? <sighs> I'm going to give it a wait for rental. I think it's definitely an HBO movie. It's, I think that, <laughs> I think, if you're going to quote me, Jason Bourne has gone full dad rock. Like, this is, this is a movie that... Uh, I think my dad would totally like. He would have no pretense, uh, no uh, qualms about the uh, uninteresting story. But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's kind of what it is now. It's just like, well, Jason Bourne's back, and you're like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Jason Bourne's back, and I don't care. Yeah, um, I am give this a must avoid. 
<laughs> because I really think that actually this is almost this is almost a must see for how bad the techno babble is. Like I, I I've seen <laughs> that's some why bad. you gotta that's why you gotta wait to 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 watch it on HBO. Yeah, just equalize those two things. But it, no, it, it's serious. It's seriously awfully bad. Like I wanted to leave the theater just so that I could text Steven while I was watching this and be like, you won't believe what they just said. This just happened. But uh, I didn't. But funny enough, some girl was on her phone and some dude threw a beer cup at her. <laughs> and then, like, a bunch of people wanted to fight and then the guys left. <laughs> oh, gosh. But he was like, are you f-ing kidding me? Put your phone away. I'm going to throw something. I got my shoe right here. <laughs> Knock you out like Jason Bourne. <laughs> I got a book on how to use what, it. Was she trying to was she trying to do the dumb thing now that I've seen some people do in the movies where they gotta like Instagram like the like a part of the movie, like oh. to show people that they're seeing this movie. Like I, it's so I, stupid to me. I, I I think I might have told you guys on the podcast, maybe not, but I was in a movie and something happened on screen. And these girls, like a few seats over from me, were like, oh, my God, it's James Franco. First of all, it wasn't James Franco. Second of all, they picked up their phone and recorded a four-second clip, then played it back on their phone with the volume on to try to see if they got what they wanted to show (laughs) and then posted it to social network. Dude, they probably were doing this thing because, like, like apparently a lot of uh, dumb people are are taking – they, like, you know, they'll – They'll record like, you know, a, a bit of the movie, and yeah. they'll they'll post it on Instagram to be like watching Born or whatever. Like that, that what happened when I saw Civil Bro, and the the girl wanted to clearly take a uh like a little take a you know a piece of like when the Marvel logo came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you remember in Civil Bro. It doesn't come up till after that whole opening scene where they're like back in the nineties in Siberia or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like that did, whole did, scene. Did a flash come on? No, like so that whole scene. She was sitting like in the row across from me. That whole scene, she's just got her phone out, like holding it, waiting for the <laughs> the Marvel logo to come up. And then oh, when it finally it. when it finally did, that's when she hit record. Did you hear like a loud donk as it started to record? And no, but I mean, I was just like, ah, oh, so dumb, man. Anyway. Yeah. Super annoying. So, anyways, that is our review. Um, If you want to find Carson, you can find him sitting in the back of movie theater Snapchatting the title credits. Um, I don't know. If I did that, I would kill myself (laughs) on the spot. (laughs) I'd be like Ray Ray Fiennes and in Bruges. I'd be like, if I kill a kid, I'll kill myself on the f***ing spot. Like, (laughs) if I Snapchat during this movie... Anyway. It'll be the last thing you do. Yes. That's the way you go out. Yeah. <clears throat> well, people can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com. You can use the contact form on our site, or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Jason Bourne. So, oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. Oh my um, god. So cue, hopefully... that, cue that whack-ass remix of the Moby song. <laughs> so hopefully you're We couldn't even that. use original. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that is this review. Next week, are we are we committing suicide? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get I'm get on Snapchat, and uh, yeah. Side note, though, um, uh, and I was gonna bring this up because speaking of hilarious tech, uh, did you see the movie Nerve? I, I didn't actually see it. I, so, I, I still want to see it. I meant to say, well, now I'm saying it, but um, <laughs> Nerve was um, was pretty dumb, but it was way more entertaining than this movie. Like, I think that the absurdity of the technology and stuff in Nerve kind of is what made it fun. Um, and that was also, while seeing the movie in a packed house of rambunctious teenagers um, who, speaking of Franco's, the the two girls behind us were like, oh my god, like, that guy's so hot. Because, like, Dave, you know, Dave Franco's shirtless in the one scene in the movie where they're running through the story, you know. And they, like, so they were, like, foaming at them. And, like, so, like, anytime, you know, Franco did something, they're like, aww. And then at the end, he was like, my name's Sam. And they're like, Sam? Like, because there's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, that's not a spoiler, but like, I, he, I, I love that. Like, they're all super turned on, and then they're like, "Sam, that's not yeah, a hot name." Because like, he he has I can't remember his name in the movie, but like at the end, he reveals like, "Oh, that's my screen name or whatever." My real name's Sam, and like, they literally were just like, "Sam, like, yuck." <laughs> yeah, like clearly, it has to be like Devin or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Quailer or yeah. you know, yeah, Jaden or something. Jaxley or something Jackson. stupid. <laughs> uh. Jackson with an X. Yeah, but uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, Nerve was better than Jason Bourne, so that was uh, that was my uh, delayed. Uh, that was what I meant to say earlier. Well, we, I, I hopefully I'll get a chance to check it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining me, Carson. Yeah, I'm going to go run my predictive algorithm. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to take off and go edit this episode. So thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.